And we are recording in progress. Recording with the one and only Mr. Ron Moeller on Friday, February 17th, 2023, at 5 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Joe Dolio abandoned us. He told us that he was going to be here. And Ron and I were originally going to do an episode just us. And then we we're going to have one big happy family. And Joe just left us on the side of the road like an abandoned litter of puppies. And it's, if you're out there, Joe, it's just you've broken some hearts today. I just want that to be known. I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, yeah. but Joe's dead to me. He, <laughs> he's dead to me. Ron, Ron, says in, like, Ron says in a couple words what I said in a couple sentences, he's dead to me. He's fucking, he's just done. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Because, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Ron, you know, aside from being a, a hot air balloon expert, is also, a, you know, a train conductor. And therefore, uh, it is quite the coincidence that after a hot air balloon and a train problem, I have Ron. And uh, whatever events come up in the coming weeks, I will uh, retroactively make Ron an expert for those. And uh, we'll just get well, Why not? I'm on Twitter. I, I've graduated from all the Twitter graduate courses. Yeah, well, fuck not. Just, yeah, you're just whatever. Um, but for the people listening, Ron, could you, uh, you just briefly tell them uh, you know, what you were in and your, your service? Yeah, I, w I was, I was in West Virginia state penitentiary for uh, 20 to 30 years for uh, grand theft auto with uh, violent tendencies. Okay. I got him to laugh. All right. That's good. Um, no, I, uh, I spent 38 years in federal service. Um, uh, 27 of those with the agency as a paramilitary guy and, and, uh, the other the other few years as a uh, as an Air Force intelligence dude, um, so uh, yeah, um, a lot of fun. Uh, did a lot of time overseas. Obviously, didn't get to go to any of the Gucci places. Just uh, just all the fun places. Yeah, fun places. Yeah, um, I've got, yeah. Everybody deals with PTSD in their own way. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey man, I'm not judging. Sometimes we uh, we just take it out on Dolio who. Uh, abandons no, us but um so you know what i wanted to discuss is obviously the, the the train derailment in east palestine ohio all the i guess vinyl chloride and uh the seeming hellscape that it is and no doubt the government's lying about it i think the governor originally uh refused federal uh aid but then doubled yeah, back and asked for it and and he was refused by biden yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. The, the story keeps changing, and there's so much confused reporting on all this. I, I mean, it's a tragedy of, of great human proportions. And, and my recommendation to East Palestine is to secede from the Union and declare yourself the sovereign you know, adjunct to uh, Ukraine, and the money will start to flow. It'll flow. It'll flow. Uh, I mean, no matter what. I mean, whatever the story is, the governor didn't ask, the governor refused, What you know, blah, blah. I don't care. But... The headline that the Biden administration refuses to send any federal aid to a disaster of, of this proportion to East Palestine and to Ohio and probably Western Pennsylvania and part of upstate New York as well, based on the wind patterns. I mean, that headline is just a bad, bad look. And you think the administration is reacting to uh, tamp that down and say, oh, no, 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 we're going to, you know, we're going to fix that, you know. The convoys of FEMA, you know, people are showing up with all their, their Katrina FEMA trailers and things like that. Uh, yeah, so not a good look. So it tends, you know, because of that, I'm, I'm going like, huh, 
they probably did refuse. And, and they're basically saying, hey, Ohio, you're on your own. Uh, hey, railroad people, you're on your own. So, I mean, and there's all sorts of theories about what's going on because um, the, the the unions, the railroad unions, you know, they, uh, I think they refused to ratify the, uh, the, uh, the new agreement that they had just before the election, the midterms and, um, or whatever the cooling off period, what I'm not sure, but anyways, the, so things are still in flux regarding unions and stuff. So some people, oh, this was, this was the union way of, of you know, upping the, uh, the pressure on the rail, on the railroad companies and stuff like that. I'm going like, well, that's a pretty dangerous game. <laughs> you know, that's, that's some hardcore brinksmanship. Yeah, and I so I, I tend not to believe that. I mean, I could see them, you know, slowing trains down, delaying stuff, but but you know, you know, doing something, uh, you know, a, a Chernobyl three mile island type of contamination of of an area like there. I mean, you know, Erin Brockovich is you know in her little VW bus right now, you know, making making her way to Ohio to. Uh, you know, I'm going to make a sequel to my hit movie. Yeah. You know? And Julia Roberts is almost old enough to play me again. <laughs> it's, it's, so I, I'm trying to, Ron, you're full of jokes. I'm trying to like look at it as soberly as I can. Like, what, what would Occam's Razor say? Occam's Razor would say like our infrastructure is fucked and that yep. some corporations were cutting corners. Right. Yeah. That's the, that's, that's the non tinfoil like, Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we, we're seeing other train derailments throughout the country as well. And which now, I mean, OK, so, yeah, maybe our infrastructure is, you know, way out of way out of date, way out of repair, because I'd rather spend my money instead of preventive maintenance. I'd rather spend it, you know, adding my bank account as a stockholder or as a corporate executive. But, um, you know, there's the other theory, too. That, you know, those, you know, hundreds of thousands of gotaways um, that are in the country, you know, as we would call them military age males that are sort of from, you know, pick, pick a, pick a geographic location in our country. Cause it's not just Hispanics. It's yeah. a little bit of everybody. Um, you know, do we have uh, sleeper cells that are, you know, active and, and doing sabotage? And if, if so, how would we know? I mean, is our, I mean, we have the most, Keystone Cop administration, and you know people are so like, well, we're the United States of America. Nobody, nobody's going to come here and attack us here. You know, they they do that stuff overseas, and I mean the closest. I mean nine eleven, okay, but but those were terrorists. That's that was you know that's that's not us. You know that's not that's not an organized country of, of you know Spetsnaz or Chinese commandos or. Venezuelan commandos or, you know, pick your flavor. Uh, it's like, yeah, but so we have, there's, you know, and, and Joe in his, Joe Dolio would talk about normalcy bias that a lot of people are so, you know, we wouldn't even realize that we're being set. We would deny it until it gets blown up right in our face. And then we go, oh, I guess the Japanese really do want to attack Pearl Harbor. Oh, that's, I, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, some scary stuff. I mean, I, I mean, I hope it's just bad infrastructure and, and, and Pete, whatever you pronounce his last name, I always call him Pete butt boy. You know, he finally, uh, you know, he finally said, well, I guess, I guess maybe it is important that I talk about it, but, but dang it, there's still too many white guys working in, in contracting and construction and whatever. And 
what an idiot but but he yeah. rides a mean yeah it's um i guess again to to play devil's advocate and i don't want to but <clears throat> for the sake of just not screaming about you know the same headline that everyone's pushing you know i, I looked it up and it's there's like 1,700 derailings a year. Those include intentional ones where you are trying to like slow down a train or something. Okay, right. is it possible that is it possible that the the media's eye is now they're trying to get clicks, they're trying to get views, and so we're looking at every train again. None of this is really stuff I believe, but I'm just trying to play the right. the, the the foil. Sure. Right. I mean, I'm sure, you know, as as soon as the balloon thing comes out, it also comes out that, hey, there are some over the Trump administration. Well, it doesn't take that many brain cells to go. Well, then probably as well, the Obama administration. And Well, if they were in the Trump administration, you know, and we just now hear about it, it's like, wait a minute, everything in the Trump administration leaked like a, not even a sieve. It was like, and you don't think that would have come out. Very good point. So, very good give point. Me, give me a break. That was, no, very good totally, point. Make believe. Yeah. But all these things, I'm really not, you know, it, it, it kind of seems like it's just a general hatred for the, the average American and the idea that there wouldn't be sabotage in our country. Why, why, the world is a zero-sum game of bloodthirsty animals. Like, our suburbia yep. is not the normal. That is a wild and extreme deviation from the norm of the history of man. The history of man yep. is kill them all, rape them all, take all the goods. Bar none. Vikings episodes, but yeah. Yeah, no, I don't even know. That's just my mindset at the gym. But, like, nonetheless, it's, that is our history, right? It's very brutal. We are in an odd window of civility. Yeah, and it's, 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 um, it's the thin veneer of civilization. I mean, we've seen it the minute, you know, the lights go off and, and uh, the riots, you know, it's, we're all going to go and break windows and, and take big screen TVs and, and you know, and, and rob and, you know, total lawlessness. I mean, it, it goes in the blink of an eye. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it is, we are living in a, um, you know, in a, in a fantastic period of, of, of human decadence, I guess, maybe, and that, you know, we're, we're spoiled. Hmm. I mean, so, that's why everybody wants to come here because, hey, I'm not going to have the neighboring tribe you know, come in and, uh, you know, gang rape me and, and mutilate me and you know, chop me up with a machete or, or, you know, put every, every third male against the wall and shoot us or something like that. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's... And I guess it, it, you know, I'm, I'm never going to not attribute incompetence to the government. I know that's just kind of like a cheesy joke, but I mean, really, it's just not just the U.S. I mean, just government in general. I'm never not yeah. going to say... No, it could be incompetence. They are they are retards, but like, if we're looking at just what's going on, I and I have my biases. I didn't vote for Biden, but man, if the last couple of years of just nonstop like food processing plants being destroyed, the raping of the border, just selling oil to to uh, all of our adversaries while not drilling at home, how many times does it have to happen before you, before you start to look at? This is how you would take down the United States, not with tanks and with planes, but from a controlled demolition from the inside. It's brilliant, but how else would you do it? Uh, that would be it. I mean, that without without actually destroying destroying it. I mean, because we do have valuable real estate, and uh, 
and stuff like that. I mean, you know, we are the, you know, agriculturally we have, you know, we could be the breadbasket to the world if we wanted, if we wanted to be and, and be resource, we're resource pretty uh, rich in all, in most natural resources, not everything, but most. But yeah, I mean, it. that's pretty much the only way to do it because we're, and, and you know, not just through all the incidents and, and uh, different areas that you just mentioned, but also through, you know, the division of our, of our people mm. through social media and, and, and identity politics and the politics of envy, um, you know, it, it's, it's destructive and hateful. There's no more unity. I, I mean, look at the Super Bowl, you know, I can hardly wait for the next year's Super Bowl when we have the Hispanic national anthem. And then I'm sure after that, we're going to have to have the Asian American, you know, national anthem, and maybe even an LBD, whatever, all those effing uh, um, initials, you know, the, you know, the transgender national anthem, which will be sung by the Rihanna chorus of a bunch of guys in white spurs cells. It'll be sung by a bunch of pedophiles. Yeah. Oh no. Well, that would be the wood chipper theme. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch the. I haven't watched the Super Bowl, and I don't know how long. What was? Well, I, I I watched the game. I didn't watch the uh, the entertainment or the. Uh, I mean, I just you know, and people. I mean, I just saw a couple of news clips, and you know, Carrie Lake because it was held in the the game was held in Arizona. Carrie Lake was there, and, and during the Black National Anthem, which I guess all the music critics on Twitter said, "Oh, it's a fine piece of music," and it was it was sung really professionally and well. Well, whatever. I don't care. The problem is, is what it what it was trying to represent. But Carrie Lake just sat there and was boringly looking at her phone, like you know, like yeah, I'm I only stand for one national anthem because I only belong to one country. I'm a you know the United States of America, not you know the African American whatever or the Hispanic American or hyphen American. You know, it's it's crap. Sorry, we're we're getting off of field. No. See we. We go from the railroad station to social engineering in literally 10 minutes. Awesome. Well, well again, people don't know that, but Ron also is a, is a is a voice artist who teaches people how to sing the, the national anthem. But no, it's that that's no that's no insignificant thing is a division of people right. to, then, to otherizing. It is so much easier to control people who hate each other's guts. Oh, yeah. That's not yeah. that's not that's not some highbrow idea. It's as simple well, as it gets. Looking for common ground, and and the 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 area of common ground keeps getting smaller and smaller, and and less uh, recognizable, and you know, so it's really hard to uh, to find that you know something that we can all believe in together as a as a nation of three hundred and thirty some odd million folks. I mean, you have you know Keith Ober Oberman or whatever the old ESPN dude talk about. How uh, the blue blue play, blue cities need to starve out red America and everything. I, I go. I think you've got that wrong, dude. Because there ain't much. There ain't a whole lot of food production going on inside inside the blue states and blue cities, you know, except for California. But all we have to do is cut off their water supply. And oops, but you know, California reverts to natural state of desert. So, but even that idea of we need to starve out. Just the very, regardless of the rationale behind it, like the very statement, yeah, is is, is absurd. Yeah, it's absurd, and it's repugnant and it's disgusting, you know. And and people, but people via social media and and the way uh, the way our former filters and you know decorum and 
that's all gone away. I mean, we, you know, you will never hear that during, you know, previous eras of the, you know, where, where people actually wished ill to half of the country. Even 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were pissed, and, but they were still trying to, but, but we, we started to see it, you know, when, when Obama campaigned and he, he, he complained about clinging to your Bibles and your, your guns, guns and your religion. Yeah. So it's like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. I mean, but whatever. So, but you know, the thing is, is, you know, you point all this out, Tommy, and, and, and Americans just keep going to work every day and, and they keep getting on social media and they, they vent their spleen via their anonymous, you know, self bot, whatever, because they're, they're too scared to actually put their real name on there. And, uh, you know, and they, and they, they go, yeah, that's okay. You know, I can afford three fifty a gallon of gas. Well, yeah, I know it was, I know it was a buck and so cheaper, you know, a couple of years ago. And yeah, a dozen eggs. Now I need to, you know, take out a small, small business loan to afford a dozen eggs type of thing, but it's okay. And they're just going to keep going until, and that's the question that we all ask ourselves is until when, mm. but when are we going to say enough? You know, I've got rope. DC's got lampposts. We're going, we're going to have a necktie party. And I don't care what, what your party is, you know, a political party, you're going to, you're going to be swinging dude. And not, not the way you did on Epstein's Island. I have to legally disclaim to not hang anybody, but. I didn't say hang. I said no, you I didn't. Talk. No, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Legally disclaim. But yeah, I, I think what it comes down to is, is yeah, w- what is the breaking point? And I can only imagine it's, there's got to be some Democratic voters in East Palestine who are going, hey, <laughs> fuck is this? That? I think that's what it will probably be is when you realize like, Hey man, like we live next to each other. There's no differentiation. That cloud of toxic gas is coming for your kids as well. And I don't know what that looks like because, you know, we are creatures of habit. The the lights turn on, the water runs. You're not going to do a whole lot else. You're in your own little bubble. I get it. But the media is also not doing its job of being, you know, you know, honest brokers of information. They're, they're skewing it one way or the other. Yeah. And so, you know, if we didn't have social media and what little, you know, you know, insights we have into events out, out there outside our little circles, wherever we live, um, we, a lot of this, we wouldn't know. And, and, you know, and we have to be um, cognizant of that that we don't get all fired up on something that is blown way out of proportion. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying East Palestine is not, not by any stretch of the imagination, but it's uh, it's so hard when you don't have a Walter Cronkite or a you know a uh, you know a, a Brink- Huntley Brinkley kind of thing. And I know I'm old, but the uh, yeah, well, but those were trusted news sources and news re- and, and journalists that uh, you know yeah they had agendas and, and yeah sometimes they're reporting skewed a little bit. I, I get all that, but that's human nature. But they also had the integrity to actually report events and, and let people decide what was going on instead of, you know, we got so many people that believe, you know, the white house press secretary when she's, you know, talking about that, you know, that, that uh, coalition pact that we have with Canada, you know, that NORAD thing. I mean, and they, you know, instead, instead of her being called out for incompetence and her 
total unfitness for the job, people are like, oh, well, she just misspoke because look at her. She's a she's a black, gay, transsexual, lesbian, you know, man from Mars, whatever. I don't know. Shit, you know but so it's, we have too many people that aren't calling bullshit because, again, why? Is it because they they think they're gonna they're gonna be part of the ruling class, or you know they'll hey you'll you'll shoot me last right okay good got it yeah it's it's like the idea of like the very people that have conned the system of checks and balances and free market those demons that have taken over the world they're just gonna they're just gonna say quits if it's a one party system those those people who by definition, will break every law possible to rise to the top. When we institute our socialist utopia, they're going to go, well, it's in the rules. I can't break them. Yeah. No, they're well, going to run a train the, on you. And I think the closest historical analogy that, that we can come to is, is you know, there was the French Revolution and, you know, the storming of the Bastille and, you know, off with his head and, you know, all that sort of thing. But what happened after the revolution is, is, is really, it's called the terror. Yeah, the reign of terror. And that basically, you know, and that's gave rise to Napoleon. And France has never been the same since. But but it seems like that's the trajectory, is it's going to keep going downwards until yeah. everyone is being affected. And aside from being truly in the 1% of the 1%, everyone's going to be going, all right, gas is $100 a gallon now. Like, what the fuck? And what's going to yeah. happen, in all of my wisdom, is that there's going to be some sort of military or militaristic coup of someone who's going to read the landscape and they might not even have good intentions, but they just might have that raw pursuit for power that humans have had from the dawn, since the dawn of time. And they're going to come in and go, I'll be the heavy hand that will, that will lay this chaos down. And time and time again, we have seen that happens and that works and it's not good, but it's what no. works. We don't go silent into the good night. You go silent for a long time, and then someone stands up and goes, fuck that guy, fuck these balloons, fuck these train crashes, and everyone goes, yeah. yeah. And then you get the iron fist. Yeah. No. <sighs> scary, scary thing. Now that we're all depressed, let's let's start day drinking some more. I'll, you know, I'm down for that. Uh, but the other side is, is like it also might just be a train crash. That's kind of like the, and not say it's nothing, but that is kind of the funny part is like, it might just be a train crash. Well, yeah. It's like Trump uh, tweeting Kofefi. People were like, is that the nuclear code? No, he's probably taking a shit and meant to say that, you know, Mexicans are rapists and he just autocorrected. Like it doesn't mean anything, but nonetheless, people lost their minds. Well, but there's, there's been, a, there's been quite a few in, in rapid succession. Yeah. You know, and you couple that with the balloon thing, which got everybody all hyper on, you know, homeland defense and oh, and, and then plus the, uh, the the attacks on the power grid, you know, the substations going out. And all the planes being grounded just, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And not, and, not, and the substations, not, it's not just vandalism. It's, it's downright, hey, we're taking this, this, this sucker out. I mean, you know, Monroe County in North Carolina, totally, yeah. totally out. In the for, winter. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's North Carolina, so it's not that cold. Yeah, but whatever. no, but you can't. The ATMs don't work. You can't get gas. I mean, it's you know everything. No, nothing worked. I mean, it was it was like a dark hole, and uh, and all the while sending tens of billions of dollars to a corrupt nation of Nazis. Yes, in a grant. 
Isn't that insane, though? Isn't well, that just, yeah. That's just batshit insane. Trump's going to lead us into World War III because he's a Nazi, but now it's stunning and brave to walk us into World War III supporting the Nazis. Yeah. yeah. Are, we wake, are we waking up soon? Well, you and I are, but... You know. <laughs> Because we're we're the we're the right kind of woke, yeah. I mean to be humorous, but I mean when Mitch McConnell gets says I think it was today or yesterday that you know I you know most of most of my Republican colleagues we we wish we could send aid to Ukraine faster than what the president wants to is sending it to. I'm, I mean these people are all they're all in, and you know I go to I, my church um, the. Uh, the, uh, oh, we got to we got to support Ukraine. I, I says, all right, let's let's differentiate here. You know, the common people. I got it. That's fine. Sure. I understand the common people are the ones that are suffering. But if you're saying we're gonna we're gonna support the country of Ukraine just because, you know, whatever, and 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 fly their flag outside uh, our church and in front of the pastor's house and things like that, then I got a problem. Because no, I mean that we're not doing that. And I start to articulate in, in a conversation I had with some senior church members, including the pastor and, and everybody. And uh, I started articulating like the Azov Brigade, the Nazis, you know, um, Zelensky's uh, massive corruption, you know, eliminating all Not lying all other parties, censoring. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, you know, how, hey, historically, this goes back a millennia. I mean, this is a Slavic civil war. And these people have been you know, fighting each other for for eons. And we're not even going to talk about the, the artillery barrages in the Donbass that have been going on for years. You know, who cares? But suddenly, oh, we gotta we gotta do this. Well, yeah, I feel bad for the people, but sure. You know, there's and, and the thing that's still and this I always I go, you know, and and I looked at the pastor and I says, and you know, if we were really if, if we really wanted to fix this or we were serious about this. What would we be normally doing in a situation like that? The Secretary of State would be shuttle diplomacy between Kiev and, and Moscow, Moscow. And Berlin and London, and, and he'd be trying to broker a peace deal. No, we're just, you know, like, hey, hey, let's empty out the armories and let's, you know, the tank parks and let's. Abrams and High Mars. I, I just want peace, guys. Here's some more weapons. Here's how you target. Yeah. And that's, and that makes no sense either. And, but again, nobody's, nobody's asking, you know, they act like no, this is this is the battle to be on. I'm like, well, you're really going to be surprised when when the Russians start. You know, I keep waiting for the for Putin one day just to say, you know what, those those uh, those logistics uh, forward staging bases in Poland and Romania, yeah, let's take them out. Yeah, and and you know, will you know, will NATO soldiers and civilians get killed? Yeah, uh, including Americans. You bet. And he's going to say, hey, you guys are involved in a war. That's a legitimate military target. It's no different than when, uh, you know, we, uh, after we finally got off our, uh, you know, our, our tails and bombed uh, and mined, well, not bombed, but mined Haiphong Harbor, you know, in Vietnam, the major seaport. And there was a bunch of Russian or Soviet at the time and, and PRC ships in the harbor. And, hey, some of them struck mines and oops. You know, ships got sunk and sailors got killed. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, it's going to, 
Russia isn't like they have their B fifty twos. They're called TU one forty fours, and I know you know that. But for anybody listening, they well, have TU ninety fives are actually better. But yeah, they have their B ones, the the TU one sixties. Backfires, yeah. They they can go they can go ham. They haven't. Yeah. And that's like supporting the Taliban against the United States and saying the United States isn't going to ante up. No, they can and they will. We're supporting Ukraine, going Russia's not going to do anything. Yeah, they are. And it might not be too absurd to assume that they're already doing something with derailments. Why wouldn't you? If you're doing covert action and you don't want to go all out nuclear holocaust, what else would you do? Covert action, always. Yeah. What else would you do? That's that's exact because that's what we do. that's well, our that's job. Does. I mean, well, that's... Yeah, it's tertiary. It's the, the the hidden hand. It's just shut the fuck up. Yeah. We'll do it below. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's the only way you can do it in a nuclear armed world. Is you have to smile while signing off on black ops. Like, eh. which then leads me to think that the current administration knows exactly what that is, and they are building up. They're going to come out with some breaking news that we've found the Russian fingerprints and that we are being pulled in hook, line, and sinker to a propaganda machine to hate Russia. Even <laughs> more. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, well, I mean, it, Russia seems to be the target, and the Chinese are just sitting back in Beijing going, ain't this grand? All, yeah. all the, all, all the, all the round guys are going to kill each other, and, and we can just take over the world without us. send our baroons, yeah. Yeah, our, our, baroons. Our, our baroons. I saw a funny comment. On yeah, on Reddit, and it was like a picture of a spy balloon, and it said "Totary not a spy balloon," and then somebody commented instead of "lol," "ror," "ror." I laughed so fucking. Hard. It took me a second. I laughed so fucking hard. "Ror." I'm just waiting for South Park to do some great stuff on this. South Park's running out of ideas because reality is becoming funnier and more absurd and depressing than South Park. Unfortunately, yeah. They might just start getting like a South Park filter, like an automatic animation filter, and just start covering the news, just so everyone appears as like stick figures and like stop motion animate. Because the news is getting more absurd than South Park. Look at you! Just made a business model. Fuck! Damn it! What am I doing? Podcast? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta shut my fucking mouth. (laughs) I don't know, but uh. Yeah, Ron, let's wrap this one up. Joe Dolio, you have broken our hearts, and uh, I don't think he can be forgiven. So, and so, so after Valentine's Day, I mean, it's just—it's just classic male. He's just breaking hearts. You know what? No, I'm not. You know, I don't think I can make this accusation, but I haven't seen Dolio and the train in the same room. Has he? You know, has he derailed it? I'm not saying that officially. Well, he had I don't a derailment know. right, right, in, just outside his neighborhood the other day out there, and uh, he probably did it. Yeah, no, he yeah. did. I mean, he's going to release he, a new book called "Tactical it. Wisdom: How to Derail Trains." Well, yeah, I mean, all you got to do is watch the longest day, you know. It's... Yeah, he's going to release a new book just conveniently after "Tactical Wisdom" Volume Six: How to, you know, clean vinyl chloride out of your house. It's war, <laughs> Joe. It's war. <laughs> Yeah. Joe would kill me in three seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Mr. Ron Muller, thank you so much, sir. Until next time. Thank you for your time. Stay safe, everybody. God bless. Love each other. Recording thank you so stopped. Much. Peace.